That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a <clears throat> the worst case scenario outcome for any college football season has just occurred. Let's go ahead and break it down. Edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find that program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps Johnny out as well. Notifications on that way. You're alerted every time the worst case outcome that could possibly take place in the sport that I love and cover every day occurs. You don't want to miss it. Twitter, search bar, always Irish, or at always Irish. Email's always Irish, Andy at gmail.com. Audio only, anywhere you want it. You can get it if you don't want to see my face. I don't blame you. Call in line 312-988-15. Tell Johnny all the miserable football stuff you've heard and seen. Dial it up. Instagram, Facebook, always Irish, Shake USA Today, Fighting Irish, where I read all about it. Patreon.com slash always Irish. Former captain, leading tackler, Mike Goolsby, and myself find a paywall letting it rip. Thank you to everybody that's joined so far. All right. Welcome in. Welcome back. After a long, miserable, awful night of college football. Thank you for being here. This is the worst case scenario if you're me. Let's just get that out there. Everybody might be different with their little who they hate more, who they whatever. This is my worst case scenario. It always used to be at least if Notre Dame doesn't win it, at least Michigan didn't win it. Now, at least Kelly didn't win it and USC didn't win it. You know, I could... I would always be miserable if Notre Dame doesn't win the title at the end of the year. It means you failed. So that's been every single year my mind can remember. Okay. Beautiful, right? But at least I always had, if we're not having that joy, at least neither of these people are either. And that could at least make me sleep a little bit in my misery. It, it was always, if not us, at least not them until now. Absolute worst case scenario for my mental state. This is it. And what I'm not going to do today is, I'm going to try and stay calm to go through this because I refuse to let the Michigan people come in here and use me as a, a troll clip farm and mock me in their celebrate. I'm, I'm, going to navigate carefully to not provide that opportunity because I'm not in the mood. Usually it's like whatever I yell, let it rip, I get run off it and I benefit anyway. We're not doing it. This is beyond that. This is beyond that. Do you see me? Does it look like I, I've been resting easy? So I always used to have, if not us, at least not them. Now that's out, and I'm really, I'm <laughs> trying to keep it together. So the actual game, I mean, Michigan pushed Washington around and won the championship for now. Wait and see. Oh, ooh, I, it, the whole idea was that it never got that far, that they're sitting there in their championship T-shirts waiting for a ruling. That is too far. It was never to get that far. 
and now here we are. So they pushed Washington around all night, won the championship for now. Let's break it down. On the field, Michigan totally deserved a win last night. They totally deserved a win. 304 rushing yards, 246. 303 rushing yards Michigan puts up in the championship game. Washington, have you ever defended a run play before? Are you aware of what those are and how you defend them? Feel free to stay in a run fit lane just once. Washington at less gap integrity than Mia Khalifa in her prime. Unbelievable. There's no less deserving group of fans or media that should get to celebrate a title. Yet here we are. It's absolutely sickening. It makes me hate myself for caring so much about this. It's like the ultimate slap in the face. On all fronts, the cheating front, just me not liking them in general front, all of it. My stomach's turning the way it does when Notre Dame loses. That's how I'm feeling in this moment. You know that feeling. When Notre Dame loses some awful, that pit in your stomach, that spinning, sick feel, that's where I'm at. And it's not a choice. I'm not doing that to make content. I feel the way I feel. It's absolutely sickening. As for the cheating, let's see what comes of it. Nobody likes a cheater Also, nobody likes somebody crying, pointing a finger at the cheater either. And I don't appreciate being put in this position to have to bring that up because I realize it's it's a position of no leverage. They made it further than we did and won the championship. Like it, It all sounds like spilled milk, but you don't just get to do whatever you want, break the rules, and then tell everybody they can't question it either. So I don't know what's going to come of it. A part of me thinks the NCAA is going to say, we can't take a title away from these guys. Let's nail them, but nail them in a bunch of other ways. And then they totally get away with it. Now, you beat Ohio State. You beat Alabama. You beat Washington with no Connor Stallions. I totally agree. That's a great job. They deserve to win all of those football games. Great job by Michigan. But it's like one drop of blood hitting the water. It spreads and it clouds the whole barrel of water. Just because Connor wasn't there towards the end of this does not mean that illegally acquired momentum and confidence over the years did not impact these results. How much? I don't know. I can't give you that measurement. That's why when you cheat, everything gets questioned and the well gets tainted. That's how this goes. I can't tell you how much it mattered, but if it did matter, they wouldn't have been doing it. And then you tainted the whole well. That's my position. 
I am not saying they did not deserve to beat Ohio State, Alabama, and Washington on the field because they did. They earned those wins on the field without Connor Stallions. That does not mean that all that cheating had no effect or whatever. That is the lamest argument I've ever heard is just because Connor wasn't there at the very end, none of it mattered that much. That is brain dead. Years they spent not losing any regular season games, gaining this momentum. Jim Arbaugh suspended twice in the year for malfeasance. Now he's holding up the number one trophy. I just want to ask you, what message does that send? I want to know what answer that yourself at home. What message does that send that you have a head coach suspended twice in the year for wrongdoing and now he's holding up the number one trophy? Does that seem just to you? It's just, it's the whole thing is against everything I stand for. Next, every Notre Dame outlet there is has been talking about parallels between Notre Dame and Michigan. Maybe there's more parity and things are opening up and Notre Dame's closer than we think. And this provides you a roadmap and all that stuff. I don't need my worst case scenario to play out for me to think Notre Dame could get it together and win something. Okay? Like, I don't need that lesson. So I get why all the Notre Dame media people are putting those out because it's all trying to soften the blow of how, how Notre Dame fans feel. The whole, their parallels we could take for Notre Dame and, and their run and all that. I do not need the worst case scenario to happen for me to, to learn that if Notre Dame played better, they'd win more. That's the lesson. I don't need that lesson. The other problems with that parallel thing is Notre Dame's never going to have a, a high school schedule 12 out of 13 weeks. That's another problem I have with the parallel. Notre Dame's never going to have that gimme of a schedule 12 out of 13 weeks they had. Also, the new CFP model is going to change everything. It's a harder road when you get in. Notre Dame's going to have to win a string of games, and, and that doesn't line up with what this was either. So the, the comparison thing to try and make Notre Dame fans feel better about this, I'm not here for it. I don't need the worst case scenario to happen to learn a lesson. I don't. Not this one. Not this one. Also, as bad as I feel and most Notre Dame fans feel, Ohio State fans should feel 10 times worse. Good. I am blaming Ohio State for a lot of this. Ryan Day, you're the one that's allowed this all to start, man. Like, I, I just, I can't count on any of those other Big Ten teams that are not serious about football, Penn State included, to do anything. The pressures was on Ohio State to maintain leverage in this relationship, and they lost it. They've lost it, you know, and last year you got away with it. They didn't win their first round game. You only could play with fire so long. And so as bad as I feel, I imagine all the Ohio State people feel way worse. Ryan Day, you allowed this to happen by letting them get back in this rivalry and overtake you. So 
So I bet you they're having a rough, rough day in Columbus. Good. Good. You can't, once they're down, you got to keep them down. You cannot prop them up the way Ohio State has. So I, I'm out of my mind a little bit. This is my worst case scenario. I've never been confronted with it. You know, 97 or whenever Michigan had their, their run last run or whatever, too young to really, you know, be that aware of it and, and whatever. I, this is the worst case scenario. If we're not going to win it, th- this is, it's the combination that makes it the worst. Um, and did you, we'll finish on this. Did you see at the end of the game, the TVs, uh, they were sh- zooming in on the crowd and they were showing all those people crying tears of joy. Let that burn you. Let that piss you off. Let that hurt you. Let let that make you dream about what that would be like if it was us. And understand we're not good enough. We're not there yet. And we haven't been for a long, long time. Um, but those tears of joy that those Michigan fans were crying in the in the stand, that's why I do this show. That's that's the moment I think about whenever I get ready to record or do a live or whatever. That is like the end, what I saw on the TV last night for that group of miserable people that don't deserve it because they don't act right and treat people right and function in society like normal, civilized folks. That's what I want. That's our dream. And let that sink in. Let that hurt you. Let that piss you off. Um, right after the game, what did I do? I turned off everything, ignored my phone, and stared up at the the black sky in the basement. That's what I did. No TV, no YouTube, no phone, not responding to any. Just staring up at the darkness, pondering what this is all for, if this is what we're going to get. So absolutely excruciating, worst case scenario. I don't know what's going to happen with the NCAA investigation, but this has already gone much too far. Um, It is awful. It is the worst case scenario. So I need Notre Dame to, to get serious and put us in a position to be able to make one of these runs next because I'm sick of seeing everybody else be happy and us be miserable every single time.